We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 231 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolachai, and my co-host for this evening, the young, the reckless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Buarguayo. The man we call Crunch Crunch, the man who is 100% healthy, Mr. Blesses. The 100% healthy. <laughs> the man we call King Tom, the king of all pods. Mr. Tom Chansky, how you doing, buddy? I've been putting chili on my spaghetti and I'm fine. <laughs> mm. See, my mom makes her meat sauce. You've had my mom's meat sauce. Uh-huh. That didn't sound good. Yeah, well, you know, we, I, did, that, I, did, I did have it. Yeah. yeah, you did have it. She makes it like a chili, like mm-hmm. very thick and mm-hmm. very uh, saucy. Okay. Well, I'm saucy. You are saucy. The man <laughs> I call El Ombre, the man who puts the shake into the bake, Mr. Eric struthers how you doing Eric? i'm good did you listen to the motivators this week? hey i listened to the motivators as much as i possibly can yes i absolutely great episode loved it well Thank done you. well done yeah that's what i love about that is when i see the number of downloads we get per episode i know who each one is <laughs> <laughs> so when it goes from six to seven you're like, like oh listen. <laughs> that's exactly. a good one that's a good one. How you doing, buddy? We I heard that you had some stomach problems. Oh, um, dude, it's it's been rough, man. I uh and there's nothing like so I went to band practice and I was feeling pretty sick and they had empathy for me but railed on me the whole time too when I was in the bathroom. <laughs> so it's not nothing makes you feel better than laughing at your own misery. So oh, it's the worst. Yeah. It's the I'm worst. I'm bouncing back. I'm bouncing you didn't back. Have wire, you didn't have wireless microphones, did you? No, no. <laughs> I got to get over this. So what I think will heal me is oh, I need to get over awful. to Cincinnati and have some skyline. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, other than that, how you doing, buddy? Are the kids back in school? Not yet, but come Monday. Oh, we even we coming. even got the email verification from the school today. It's like, come on. <laughs> I've already got the cars on. I'm ready to take them on Monday. <laughs> the car's already on right now. Yeah, it's ready. <laughs> they've, been, they've been sitting in there with the seatbelts on for weeks now. Yeah. yeah. How you doing, King Tom? I'm I'm good. I uh, I am all the Republic. You are all the Republic. That, yes. that that will make sense to certain people in time. Okay, good. How about you, Les? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm trying to just uh, mellow out because today was definitely uh, mm-hmm. there was some news today. Boo. Walk, some stuff. Yeah. Some stuff went down. Some stuff. Yep. Some some stuff went down that I thought I'd never see in my lifetime. But unfortunately, somebody passed away. Somebody got shot and killed, which mm-hmm. is horrific crazy um, we're not gonna get too crazy on this podcast crazy political times and and i know you guys don't want to listen to us rant and rave but 
I'm just glad it's 2021. I'm glad the elections are over. Boo, how you doing? I'm good. Holidays are over, so I'm happy about that. Some people are bummed. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, I'm I'm good. It was a it was a good New Year. Had a good one. So, yeah, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, 2021. Starting off with a bang, <laughs> evidently. <laughs> All right, let me j- bust out the shenanigans real quick. Check us out on the Sithless.net and on YouTube, where you can check out our reaction videos, our breakdown videos, some of our videos from the past, from Mandalorian breakdowns, where you see King Tom in there. Uh, some of our Star Wars stuff is on there, where you see all of us on there. And then our reaction videos, where me and Les react like little 12-year-olds, 9-year-old boys. Um, when we see certain characters on The Mandalorian. So check us out there. You can go on the Potter Forward page and listen to great podcasts like The Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest, Pop Culture Hour, our friend Steel Saunders, Steel Wars. Check that out. Steel is putting out stuff every single day, man. We don't like I, I'm sincere this time. I'm sincere. <laughs> Steel Saunders puts out stuff every single day. It's hard for us to put out stuff weekly. He's putting out content every single day on his YouTube channel. Check out Steel Wars on YouTube. And follow, subscribe, watch if you're a Star Wars fan. It's good stuff. So do that. Cha-ching, Steel. Let's get into the box office real quick before we get into that crazy Star Wars High Republic stuff. Wonder Woman 1984 had a tremendous drop. Made $5.5 million. The Croods, a new age, $2.2 million. News of the World, $1.7 million. And Monster Hunter, $1.3 Things we watch... Mr. Eric Strothers, you watched Wonder Woman 1984. Eric, what did you think about Wonder Woman 84? Going in with really low expectations. Uh, you know what, man? I liked it. I It's too long. There are several sequences that could have been trimmed up severely. Uh, a lot of like visuals that after you stare at them for more than a little bit, it's kind of like, okay, I get it. That sort of thing. Uh, some of the plot points were weak and it's a uh, kind of fluffy, but at the end of the day, I Gal Gadot is tremendous. <laughs> You're the, right. The, um, the, like the whole girl power thing. I love mm-hmm. my little girl seeing that. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to explain to her that, you know, when mommy and daddy were growing up, if a girl was a big deal on the movie screen, she was in a bikini and not talking. You know, it's just, it was a lot different. And I'm so happy that she gets to see this. And for her, it's totally normal. Great point. Uh, Having said all that, good Lord, it definitely could have been shorter. But I liked it. Pedro Pascal, excellent. Uh, Yeah, I thought Kristen Wiig was really good in it. So yeah, yeah, there you go. Good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I will say this. If you've got HBO Max, just watch it. It's yeah. worth a watch yeah. and uh, find the parts in it that you like. There's some great action. Yeah. The, the, the opening, the great, opening is it? fantastic. Oh, the opening was great too. Yeah. I watched the Clooney film, Midnight Sky. He directed it. It was pretty good and it has a major twist at the end. It was done well. It kind of a sci-fi space story and something horrific has gone down on earth. It's kind of like two movies in one. And I think he did a great job directing. Definitely worth a watch. It's on Netflix. So check it out. Yeah, actually, I did. I started watching, uh, since I got HBO Max, um, I started watching Titans. And Titans. How is it? Really damn good. And uh, for those of you out there, Letterkenny new season has already dropped on Hulu. Yeah, I and saw that. You can, if you want to check it out, it's pretty funny. 
really quick what Titans about. Sell it. Sell it to the audience. There's nothing to sell. Everybody's been watching and I'm late to the damn game. It's anybody easy. else here watch Titans? Okay, sell to us. Okay, then. so Thanks. first of all, there's nothing to say. If you guys are going to watch it, you're not going to watch it. You're not DC people. But if you want to see Robin, how dare you gatekeep to, us? I'm not gatekeeping. You've you've had plenty of opportunities. I haven't even That's heard of Titans. Has yeah, anybody heard of Titans here? I, I guess your geekdom just doesn't stretch that far, bro. Oh, yeah. Now, it sounds like your undercarriage. Now, now I remember what he's talking about. It's the they're not Teen Titans anymore, but they're yeah, they're grown up. Do you remember the Teen Titans? Yeah, I Robin teens. and all them, Starfire, yeah, right, right, Beast Boy. Yeah. Well, they're oh, not teens anymore. They're, okay. they're adults now, but they're still a team. That's okay. what it is. Sounds yeah. like garbage. Hey, <laughs> boo, boo, did you say anything? I did. I did. You know, what is it? Spent my, spent my New Year's at home watching a boatload of Pixar movies. Really? So you name, name the Pixar movie? I saw it. Mm. Yeah. Zootopia, Monsters University, a lot of catching up. How about the it. shorts? No, yeah. no. I was wearing fake, shorts. Fake but no, fan. Was about fake it. fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, so just a ton of those a movies. Pixar Weekend. Pixar Weekend. If I had to recommend one, mm-hmm. I'd say Zootopia, because okay. I think everybody here would find it funny. It's a it, yeah, There's like a bunch of adult humor that we would all get, but it's still kid funny. So right. I think I think you guys should check that one out, because it's, it, it's pretty good. Plus, Jason Bateman is the, he voices the fox. He's such a good asshole. He's oh, the best. That such movie a good asshole. It's exceptional. It really oh, is. I haven't good. seen it. Highly recommend it. Flash, I, I, Flash, 100 Yard Dash. Yeah. <laughs> I have, but, but one comment. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Fuck Zootopia. What did they do to you? Okay. So, you know how I said with Tenant, I have something against movies that have five minute previews before uh-huh. opening night of Star Wars. Right. This had like a like a they, frozen thing or something, right? No, they did one of those five minute previews right before The Force Awakens. And it was the for sloth Zootopia. joke, wasn't it? It was the sloth. Was it was the sloth, it was the sloth joke. Oh, oh yes. I remember that. I remember oh, that. I was so pissed. Oh, that's what that was for Zootopia? See, here's the thing, though, man. That is such my brand of humor. I was laughing my ass off. Any other time, I'd find it hilarious. But any other time, not to not not before the first Star Wars movie in however many years it was. Right. No, I get. I remember that. Welcome to the Disney purchase, and it lasted forever and ever. That's right. Yeah. Like, get to the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. That's the whole point. The joke. It's so good. I did see Soul. Oh, how'd you yeah, like I liked it? it. It was good. Solid film. And just, Pixar does a great job putting it out for both parties. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The one thing, although, you know, it's great shitty. Music, by the way. Yeah, fantastic music. You know, although it's shitty that it wasn't been able to be in theaters, mm-hmm. I liked it more because this is a movie I would not have put effort into seeing on my own. Right. You know, if, if Britney would have wanted to go see it, I'd be like, sure. But it, otherwise, never would have seen it. It would have taken me years. So I'm glad it was on Disney+. Plus. It was much easier for me to see it because, yeah, it, it is a great film. Like like Titans. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Titans is not a film. It's a series. So, yeah. Uh, uh, we wouldn't know. You didn't describe it to us, buddy. Yeah, we I, tried I, to I mean, get you to tell I thought us it was a documentary. It, I thought it was a documentary for a second. And then, you know, you just. Oh, oh so, my goodness. W- hang on. I've, I've, I've watched the first half of the new season of Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, that's all the show notes. And Cobra Kai, I, guys. <laughs> I I would I wanted to finish it, but stuff kept getting in the way. But man, let me tell you, it, it out of the gate, it's pretty cornball. Yeah. Um, like the first five minutes of the first episode, but yeah. after that, it is gold. And I'm just gonna tell you something. Reminiscing about things is good for you. 
And mm-hmm. if you if you want some just some nice nostalgia and feel good, watch it. It's great. Right. Lesson and I did a reaction to the first episode, and then we watched together the next two episodes. And yeah, we we right last we enjoyed it. It was it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm I'm gonna say this is how you're supposed to do a sequel or a continuation of a story that there's such a gap in between. Like mm-hmm. this just falls yeah. right in line. That's tough to do. It right. does. It- the Snyder makes an appearance. I haven't got there yet. Yeah, and oh. um, <laughs> ugh, the voice of Twisted Sister. You guys feel like the the luster's off a little bit. Do you feel like the first two seasons was like, oh my god, this is Karate Kid. And it, does that feel like, like you said, a little bit corny at times, but it knows what it's doing and it's, it rides the corniness a little bit. I understand what you're asking. The yeah. opening episode of, so here's the deal. This is the first five minutes of episode one of season three. So if you, if you're going to watch the show, I'm not wrecking anything for you. No. It's this whole thing to the reaction to what happens at the end of season two. And it's like. If I knew I was going to have to worry about some karate gangs going on at the mall, and then it's like all oh, these karate fights, and then they are having like a love in, and the one hot hippie chick Moon is singing about we don't have to punch each other, and it's it's yeah. like give me a break. If I have never heard the word karate spoken more times oh. in a span of two minutes than I have there, it that was pretty dumb. Yeah. However. Make it a little deeper in, Raj, and you'll be like, yeah, this is the Karate Kid. All right. Are we ready to uh, get into some Star Wars stuff? Before we start the Star Wars stuff, I do want to thank Mr. Tracy Moon, our friend, our listener, your co-player My in Red Dead Redemption. Mate. That's right. He sent me for Christmas the Star Wars archives book right here. Oh, wow. King Tom. Yeah. By Paul Duncan. I guess the original was a massive book. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have made a short format of this thing and it's beautiful. And if you guys haven't checked it out, go on Amazon and it's a great read. It has things that I've never, ever have seen before. Really, really nicely done. The Star Wars That's archives. Cool. Tracy Moon, you're the man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And Kylo, take it away. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. Well, well, well. So. We had the launch event for the High Republic, and if you weren't already high, it was probably the most boring thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, I I watched it. But there was some good information in there. It just eventually boiled down to a bunch of nerds talking about books, and you realize that authors aren't rock stars. But (laughs) but, so it was a lot of, hey, remember that one thing with the thing? Can't tell (laughs) you. And they've already done that to us before. But we had a little trailer. It was cool. We are the guardians of peace and justice. Beyond the stars is a near endless frontier. Our order was meant to shine its light in even the darkest corners of the galaxy. There, we found an evil that none of us had trained for threatens all we know for the survival of the Republic the fate of all Jedi for control of the force itself sweet 
I feel like the way it's, and I understand why it's in there, but there's this uh, uh, title card that pops up that says centuries before the Skywalker saga. Mm -hmm. I feel like hidden in there is is a parenthetical that says, so shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yes, we know when it is, but I I don't know. Uh, the, The very first of the books came out, right? Light of the Jedi. And King Tom, I understand that you've read it. Yes, I have. As is expected. And spoiler free, man, what do you think? There were a lot of people who got the book early. And early on yesterday, right as I started reading it, they they tweeted out that it could be their favorite Star Wars book of all time. What? And after reading it, after finishing it, I I don't know that I, I felt that way, but I didn't disagree with them. Because more than Darth Plagueis, yeah. Okay, whatever. There, there's okay. Light <laughs> of the Je- Light of the Jedi <laughs> is. I mean, it, it's exciting for a number. It kicks off this thing, and we all watched that trailer. We saw that the the type of effort, the push they're putting behind this, yeah. and as part of the the launch event, they announced that there are going to be three phases of this, and. Um, the first one is supposed to go through the next year and a half, and there's going to be other books. There's comics. There's manga. There's the Leslie Headland TV show is going to be involved. There's there are graphic oh. novels. Um, they're just putting a whole bunch into this, so it's exciting from that point. And I was a little bit nervous starting this. It's opening a door into a whole new part of Star Wars we've never been in before. Not only that, but it has the responsibility of introducing us to a whole new cast of characters. And we've gotten art and visualizations for a lot of them, but I had a fear that reading this, I was going to be lost. The last Timzon Thrawn novel and the Alphabet Squadron novel also focused on a lot of new characters hitting at one point. And a lot of times I would get lost with all those characters. I did not have that here. Um, the Jedi, this book, the heroes are pretty much all Jedi. There are a few politicians, um, two non-Jedi, and then you have the villains, but most of the cast of character are Jedi. They are all written differently. They have different talents, different viewpoints, so it's easy to tell them apart. Um, we're all, except for Boo, we're all of the, the same generation that grew up with the original trilogy and Mm. i think a lot of us had a view of the jedi that was different than what we ended up seeing in the prequels Mm. in a lot of ways these are the jedi that i think a lot of us thought we would be getting pure and true jedi heroes truth and justice and using the force not just in, in inventive ways but together it's not just, you know, facing off an opposing army and stopping blaster bolts with your sabers or with your hands. This is just manipulating the world around you oh. in scientifically believable ways if the force was a thing. Oh, it's a thing. It okay. is a thing. Yes. <laughs> the, the science checks out, you know, when you factor in the force, but they just do incredible things. And there's a lot. You ex- there's suspense because you know this is the first one, and you know not you know people are gonna die or people are going to get hurt. Not everyone's gonna make it to the end, and there's genuine emotion 
you know, there, there are some very touching moments in this book. There's, there's character growth and there's politics. Mm, and it's very interesting to see the relationship between the Jedi Council and the Republic. And the Chancellor, I don't know if you saw in, in the video, there was a woman with two giant cats by her side. Mm-hmm. That's the Chancellor. And she has those yeah. cats everywhere she goes. Okay. It's pretty cool. But the, rela- <laughs> the Chancellor slash Senate and the Jedi have their own relationship. And there's a point in the book when the Jedi Council is, should we get involved? And it's a lot. It's very interesting to see the contrast between here and Attack of the Clones. All right. That's cool. That That's a really great cool. description without spoiling anything. That was pretty like, amazing. I'm really like holding back because right. there's things I want to chapter. I'm on chapter 10 of the audiobook, and, and, and kudos to to the, I forgot his name, who does the audio. Charles Soule. Charles oh, oh, no. no Thompson. No. Mark Thompson. Mark Thompson. Unbelievable, because there's so many new characters. There's so many different characters that he has mm-hmm. to change voices. There's a, there's a character, there's a girl in the beginning that he, he makes him sound, makes her sound like a valley girl. Uh, yeah. which is which is crazy i'm really enjoying it i'm enjoying the fact that there's so many new things in star wars that i've mm-hmm. never ever heard of and mm-hmm. new ships and new characters it's just a little bit confusing to me on what's going on right now um and i think you said that that clears up right what yeah what part are you on? Because well, the, the f- I, I, i'm on chapter 10 i don't want to spoil anything but <laughs> things are coming down and okay, yeah. the jedi are about to help in a big way and when uh, the jedi show up you're like Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. They haven't showed up yet, but they're about right. to. The first quarter to third of a book is each chapter is a countdown to something happening. When you meet the villains, you know, they, oh, they're so different. They are different. And you won, even by, by like the end of the book, the, the thing that is most interesting to me is in that trailer, they say they're fighting for the force itself. And I, I, I want to know more about that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, th- there are ties. There are ties to every era we already know of Star Wars. There are ties to the original trilogy, pre- oh, prequel okay. trilogy, even the sequel trilogy. Oh, great! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really. Yeah. There's a character that I thought it was really interesting. Has tentacles and can feel if you're you're sad, you're scared, you're angry. Mantis. Yeah, he's he's like yeah. <laughs> what I was gonna say. He's one of the like Kit Fisto with the yeah tentacle right. dreadlocks right yeah yeah it's pretty cool it's one of those species it, you know speaking of the, the force being real when i said that I, did i ever tell you guys when my daughter was little this is back before she turned eight and is super jaded and thinks she knows everything mm-hmm. i was telling her that i had the force and i was <laughs> trying to pull something to my hand and she was kind of she felt bad for me when i couldn't do it and so she i see her dude she's like three maybe four but i think three she goes daddy i bet if you close your eyes you could do it no try again and so i close my eyes and i put my hand out and she rushes over there grabs the thing comes and throws it into my hand and jumps back and she goes and she's jumping and clapping she's going you did it daddy you did it Oh and I'm my like, gosh. oh my gosh. She's like, do it again, daddy, do it again. And so I'm having so much fun watching her be happy for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, I wonder, I wonder if I could like push something the <laughs> way they do. 
And so I've got this empty soda can sitting on this table and she puts her hand right next to it and she goes, close your eyes, daddy. (laughs) But but dude, so I don't know, fast forward like two months later, we were, I was talking about it and she goes, daddy, there's something I need to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy, you, you don't really have the force, daddy. I was actually moving this stuff for you. And I acted like I was shocked. I said, are you? Are you serious? What? And she goes, Daddy, I'm just kidding. Of course you have the force. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And now That's she fantastic. yells at me when I tell her it's time to quit playing on her tablet. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, <So>. Daddy. <laughs> Damn it. I told you you could use the force. You're supposed to give me extra ta- <laughs> electronics time. So <laughs> right. Close your eyes. You won't notice I'm still on my tablet. Uh, <laughs> How about you force your way <laughs> on out of here? Try mind tricking you. So, we did have something cool. Patty Jenkins uh, sort of talked about Rogue, Rogue Squadron a little bit. And basically what it is, is that the um, the treatment, the basic outline of the story is almost done. And it's a he that has written it. And mm-hmm. so, they're waiting until it's like time to actually announce it before they say anything. But that's cool. It's cool to know that it's right there. It's on the and cusp. It's, and it's somebody pretty big because she said she wants to have it announced and, and have a thing for him. Right. So I right. wonder who the hell it is. I suspect that they'll have the um, the press conference probably at Skyline Chile. Yes. And, that's uh, what the uh, rumor is. Uh, I will go there. And so, yeah, that's pretty rad, man. I want to go back to High Republic for a second because I want to ask yeah. King Tom who's read it. Okay, so this is what we're presuming the next big film series yeah, is the, going to be loosely based on or is going to be based on, correct? Yeah, there seems to be a lot of effort put into That's this That's what thing. I'm saying. There's there is, a lot of effort into this. The thing is, if, it, if it's in three phases, it's probably going to be over by the time. The third phase is probably going to be over by the time we get Patty Jenkins movie. And I don't okay. think Taika is going to be doing High Republic from the look. No, no, no. Of that. So I don't know if this era will have passed. It's possible we might get another Disney Plus series out of it. But I don't know that I would count especially something animated. Just because they're putting so much thought into the design of mm-hmm. this world and these characters. I just don't know that I see more live action coming out of this, but they are, you know, they, they announced a bunch of books and it wasn't just light of the Jedi that came out yesterday. No. It was also a test of courage. A, I think a, a young reader, not novel, not a young adult novel. The young adult novel is coming out next week. And I, I started that. That's very, it's a very entertaining book and it meshes well together with light of the Jedi. There's a, a comic book series that started first issue came out today. Uh, the, the art is great. The writing is, is solid. Again, that meshes well. So they're, they're, putting a lot behind this and they're definitely right. exploring the space they have but i don't i would love a movie but i think in my mind this whole project is going to build from having these heroic knights protecting truth and justice who are the ultimate heroes and how they transform into this heroic but easily manipulated debating society we see in the prequels and I think that one of the best ways to end that is with what we know of the the Leslie Headland TV show or Disney Plus series. Okay, okay, but th- 
let's talk business for a second. Okay. The books that they've put out, let's, let's not talk about High Republic. Let's just talk about mm-hmm. Lucas Publishing, Lucasfilm Publishing. Right. Stuff they've put out the last five, six years. Mm-hmm. Has there been stuff that has been not connected to anything that has been in live action? The reason I'm asking this is they're, like Boo said, they're putting a tremendous amount of effort into something that I don't know how much they're going to be making money off of. People are going to buy this and going to watch this, especially crazy diehard Star Wars fans. But isn't it weird to you that they would be going this direction and not supporting stories for the live action stuff that they're just going to be throwing out there for us? Kenobi, Ahsoka, Andor. Does it seem odd to you that this wouldn't be the storyline that another trilogy or a movie series would be focused on or not saying these specific characters, but this timeline. I see, I see what you're saying. I don't totally disagree, but at the same time they did the twilight company novel and it's counterpart for the empire, which were supporting the battlefront and battlefront two video games. And I those mean, are huge money makers though. King Tom, right. those videos. Oh yeah. Are. You know, the Dr. Afra comic series has Vader in it every now and then, but that's about an original character. And every now and then they deal with the rebellion, but it stays away from other characters and locations Mm -hmm. based in the movies. Okay. And I think, yeah, they do try to drive stuff to the movies, but at the same time, I think they know they're not going to have any films come out for the next three years. And the next film they have coming out is going to be tied to loosely to an existing era. This other stuff, this still makes them money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying not as Just not as much. I think they definitely want to involve Disney Plus, but at the same time, I think they want to get us used to being comfortable with other time periods. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying Mm -hmm. that they want us to get used to this time period specifically, where later on they can show us Jedis from this time period and also bring Yoda back. You know what I mean? Because Yoda yeah. allegedly is is going to be, I don't know if he's in this story, but he's in other stories that are going to be coming out. We saw him in the trailer and we've heard that he's going to be in it. Yes. But from, from what I gather is what we're getting are the big stories of this time period. The, the big thing that happens and the conflict that accompanies it. Okay. And we're getting those through books and comics. It's like saying, you know, 40, you know, 40, 50 years ago, what if the Star Wars movies came out as books first? Mm-hmm. Are they still going to want to do an adaptation of those five years later? Or they want to get tell an original story. They're probably going to want to tell an original story. Yeah. What story would be as big a conflict during that time period as, as, much, as what we've read about? Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So, but I, I, don't, I don't think you're, you're completely off base. I think they're looking into new ways of doing things. They're trying to figure out what type of movie release schedule works for them. They're figuring out what people want to see on the big screen. At the same time, they know people watch stuff on Disney+. Plus. Right, right, right. Can you see what you read as a live action film that, that Star Wars fans would enjoy? I'm not saying, because Lucasfilm never does adaptations. They, they, right. they normally don't ever do that. I'm just asking yes. you personally. Yes, I could. Okay. Uh, th- this, this book was very cinematic, but... Would I want it to be adapted or would I want an original story? I want an original story. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay, cool. Thanks. Especially with the ships and the technology and the way Jedi do things. And there, there was a conversation I had with uh, one of our friends on, on Twitter and a DM about something that goes on with some Jedi technology. 
And both he and I thought it was the coolest thing. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. The way you're talking about it, you sound passionate and you sound excited about it. Makes me excited to keep listening to it. And then people are going to hear this, read it for themselves and hate it. So bring no, it on. I hope not. I hope not. Too bad for uh, Ready Player Two because I had to put that aside for a second because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to this now. But Th- this By is the bad. way, Ready Player Two, uh, awesome, by the way. I don't, uh, Les, I don't know if you've dived into that yet, but super cool. Well, thanks, King Tom. You know, I, the, some of the concept are, but what's this, uh, this thing that they talked about that they're going to have like a Matthew McConaughey character, Matthew McConaughey from the nineties character. I brought him up right here. Here he is. We've not met him yet. I think okay. he's supposed to be like a pilot coming up in one of the later books. So they, they showed a lot of concept art for characters that are in projects we haven't met yet. I think that's Ty Yorick. I think she's, they said she's like a saber, a monster hunter slash saber for hire, which is an interesting concept. And then they also had two characters. Um, I don't remember much about this one, Ram Jamor. Jamor Ram Jamor. I was working at the time too, so I didn't. <laughs> That's okay. I wasn't paying complete attention. Ram Jamoran. What are your yeah. priorities, King Tom? Come well, on. We will Ram Jamor Ram. Things dude. from you. What was but it? Ram Jam Ram. It's Ram Jamor Ram, dude. Yeah, just Ram Jamor Ram. They didn't have finished art like that for, but it was more concept art. And they were they were twins who could sense what the other was going through. Oh, like, yeah, I saw that. I they're saw ripping that. off Tomax and Zaymot from G.I. Joe. Oh, yes, that's right. I remember them. Well, this is crazy. It's crazy how much detail they're putting into this and the ships and the ships look amazing. Yeah, that's the Jedi the, uh, Vector fighter looks awesome. That's like it's a two person fighter. And it's a lot different than the Jedi fighters we see in the prequel trilogy. Yes, a lot. I, I would rather be in one of those. This the one Republic we're seeing now, long beam. It's one of the medium sized ships. I'd say smaller than the the Tanta V four, the Carillion Corvette. Has a crew of between three and twenty, and we see a lot of them in action. That Starlight Beacon, which is the Chancellor, is really like. G- about expanding the Republic, serving all the citizens of the Republic. And this is a giant space station to reach out to the outer rim to improve communication, but also to be like ambassador for both the Jedi and the Republic. And the opening of this station serves part of this story. And it's, it's, it, we, we haven't seen that much of it yet, but the idea is cool. And then there's also this giant Jedi capital ship. But I have not seen any yeah, art of that anything. anywhere. I, I couldn't find anything for that one. Yeah. That I tried. And I'd be very interested to find out what that looks like. Yeah. There was uh, there was one that threw me off a little bit. Um, I found the concept art from it. Um, um, what is this one? <laughs> <laughs> That's the... Uh, oh, I- I think it looks like a hamburger with an olive off to the side. That's right. <laughs> I, maybe I, maybe I, we'll find out. And not. I think through. it was a pizza. I think it was a pizza. I put a picture honest. of the Millennium yeah. Falcon up there to throw King Tom off, but he's he got it. He got it. Oh, damn it! I, I wasn't used to the round radar dish. Never seen <laughs> that one before. He probably didn't recognize <laughs> me. Speaking <laughs> of of uh, of the Millennium Falcon during in the trailer, they mentioned the or no, not in the trailer. I'm sorry, in the launch live stream. They mentioned wanting to have this character when they were talking about the Matthew McConaughey guy. Mm-hmm. She she said, I didn't want to go with, I didn't want to have Han Solo light. And I felt like there was maybe a dash of tongue-in-cheek criticism there. Dash Rendar, you mean? Thank you. I'm glad you're mm-hmm. picking up what I was putting yeah. down. But yeah. I wonder if that was an intentional dig in that or if it just happened to be, yeah, I just... Ooh. 
interesting where they're going to go with this thing. It's interesting how successful this is going to be. I'm digging it. The King Tom, you've dug it. And I can't wait for Eric to get into it, see what he thinks about it. But so far, so good. It seems like uh, the response has been pretty positive to all this. Right? I mean, I haven't been on Twitter. People shitting on this. I don't, I don't know. I, I think I saw one one or two people who were like, yeah, it was okay. But oh, okay. I'm seeing a lot of positive feedback. And the people who I've talked to who have read it or are reading it are happy and excited. No, you're killing Star Wars vibes. No. Okay. Uh, well, not from the people who count. Oh, like it. Damn. Damn it. Burn. We got an email about this by uh, from uh, Avery here. Let's see what it says here. Hey, Sith listeners. Hope your 2021 is off to a solid start. I just got my copy of Star Wars The High Republic, Light of the Jedi, already racing through it. So far, it's very good, and I'm very intrigued at the direction we will go in from here. As I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, I'll pose a question to anyone who has started reading. Even if it's just King Tom, <laughs> if this storyline ever becomes a new Star Wars movie or a Disney Plus series, which could be likely if this takes off, what would you be most excited to see on the big screen? It's okay if you don't have an answer at this moment, but hope you're enjoying the High Republic as much as I am. Cheers, guys. Banter on Avery, host of Battles and Banter podcast. Avery, thank you so much. Uh, for me, I've only read, I've only listened to the first 10 chapters, but the actual catastrophe that's happening i would love to mm -hmm. see that happen in live action uh i would say i want to see the and then followed by the Abed, is, i've told you you can't just whisper and mumble <laughs> nobody's cutting away <laughs> yeah. there's a lot in there that I would love to see on screen like i said some of the wit some of the things the jedi do with the force i'm like I wish that I thought of this when I was a kid playing with my action figures. Um, oh, that's then, cool. That's a good there, sign. That's a good sign. There are also some really touching moments too. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you, Avery. Appreciate that. Bye -bye. Hope you're enjoying it. Sounds like you are, which is great. Mm -hmm. uh, Eric, anything else? Uh, Star Wars wives? Not that I know of, man, but that, that, that doesn't mean anything. I very rarely get everything right. Is there a Nabu coming up? Oh uh, no, I think I think we're gonna take oh, a little Eric, break this week. You know what? King Tom, happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but there is boo bits. Boo, give us some boo bits. Always some boo bits. These are kind of bullet points about the future of Batman in DC. So this is from the New York Times. Okay. So we have heard that, or no, well, we saw that Michael Keaton has been signed on, things like that. We all, of course, know of Robert Pattinson for The Batman, and Batfleck was the most recent Batman. Mm -hmm. So it looks like Bat, uh, Batfleck will return as Batman for The Flash. Really? Yes. Yeah, so for The Flash's Flashpoint movie, in what capacity? We don't Batman know. or Bruce Wayne will return. Ah, it just says Ben Affleck as Batman. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting uh, th thing. You know, he he relinquished the role because he was having some, you know, trouble with alcohol and mm -hmm. other life issues and stuff like it looks like he's gotten his life back on track, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so good for him. Good for him, you know, pulling away and taking care of himself before, you know, taking care of us as fans <laughs> yeah right so a people are like damn it a then you selfish find, fan yeah people are like no you're like oh you do you take care of you um some other things that were said 
there's no plans for Zack Snyder's Justice League to have any sequels. So it looks like this, I think it would, we said it was six or four parts on right. HBO Max is going to be it as far as the Zack Snyder Justice League world. That's something I, it's, uh, I read about that some people that I've seen already say that he le- they're upset because he leaves it where there's no sequel. But Kevin Smith said that he's heard mm. through people that are very close to the project mm-hmm. that he absolutely leaves it open for sequels, but in a very different way. Whatever, mm. that, whatever that means. Whatever yeah. that means. Yeah. So intrigue there. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, if, if it is a major success and, you know, many HBO Max subscribers, who knows? The, going back to what I said, you know, with Batman and The Flash, The Flash is going to embrace the multiverse. We had ideas or thoughts and stuff like that. What are they going to do? It looks like they are going to do that. Oh, for sure. They're yeah. doing that. And then also in The Flash, uh, like I said, Michael Keaton is still Batman, technically. Uh, he's going to be a Nick Fury kind of mentor role for future DC films, mm. as well as Batgirl. So he's as the mainline Batman. Yes. Yes, I'm is that bad. something that everybody that's, else? I'm I'm gonna get to the to the rest of that. Yeah, Les, is that yeah. something that's uh, th- th- that matches for the, the Dark Knight Returns and for Batman Beyond? He's a much older Batman. Yes, mm, okay. he's got a so cane. He's, he's much got older dog, than uh, yeah. than Ben Affleck's Batman. He's like in his sixties, you know, and he's beat up. And the only issue is that Batman for Dark Knight Returns is a bigger Bruce Wayne, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I watched the OG Batman a few days ago, and the Keaton Michael Batman, Keaton, Michael Keaton pulled it off. So I can oh, see yeah. him being the so for Batman Beyond, he's basically just too old to do anything. So go ahead, King Tom. I see you. Mentor. Okay, I I I my knowledge of Batman storylines is virtually non-existent. But didn't they do something around the time they introduced Azrael, where Bruce was so beat up that he had like a that's cyborg suit or something like that no that's uh yeah so that's right after nightfall i think so bane breaks his back yeah asriel takes over Mm -hmm. as batman and he's like nuts right asriel's nuts uh from what i remember it could be it's it's i think along the same timelines but yeah asriel takes on the mantle of the bat and Mm -hmm. bruce wayne is so beat up and then i think it leads him to create the hell bat suit I and think. so oh, would they stick I Michael think. Keaton in something like that? Interesting. Yeah. Right. So it could be that um, he's been too beat up or he's also there to mentor Terry, Mc- Terry McGinnis, I think is the, the Batman beyond character who puts on the actual. Yes. Suit. Yeah. Terry McGinnis. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the Batman hell? Is that what's it? The hell suit? Is that what you said? The hell bat suit is a whole. Is that the thing. Batman versus Superman suit that we see? No. Oh, that's okay. that's the Dark Knight Batman versus okay. Superman in okay. exoskeleton. Think of Hellbat uh, Hulkbuster, mm-hmm. Batman. Okay, but okay. It, but I think I see Batman's panels. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Hell the Hellbat suit will kill him if he uses. It. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the amount of exertion it takes to maneuver it, or something like that. It so will, he saves it for like a doomsday or know, Superman. No, no pun intended. Or, or uh, for the scenario, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And then, and then the final point from the uh, from the New York Times uh, article is that uh, so Robin, Robert Pattinson's Batman is a separate film franchise on Earth Two, mm. and then the DC EU is Earth One. So, so, so the multiverse. So what you want to call like them, I think, are uh, Elseworlds or other Earths. Yes, not not the multiverse. Like that's, I guess that only t- sticks with Marvel. But <laughs> yeah, that's where DC's thing is: is it's either alternate Earths or Elseworlds. 
going on to the other side of, of uh, comic book fandom, uh, Disney confirms that WandaVision is going to be nine episodes long. Nine. Okay. Starts on the on the t- uh, 15th of this month. So, yeah. So, At nine midnight. episodes. At midnight. That's correct. Me and Les will be up doing a reaction video. You better be. You know. And a breakdown video the next morning with King Tom. Ooh. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, this is something that I thought was rather funny. This is from uh, Chris Gardner. He did an interview with Jordan Peele, mm-hmm. and Jordan Peele reaffirms that he's done acting. You know, Jordan Peele has moved to direct, produce, all these other things. Wow. You know, he's doing a lot of other things. Make a lot more money that way. Yeah, you do. And uh, he had a very funny quote as to what it, what, it, why he stopped acting. He says, "Watching me perform just feels like masturbation. You don't enjoy. I got enough." <laughs> That made that tickled that tickled my pickle. That made me laugh. No pun intended. Ah, there we go. Yeah. So yeah. So he says that he's done. He, I'm, I'm sure he'll find something to. I doubt he's going to do the uh, M Night Shyamalan thing where he's just going to pop in in his own movies. I'm, I'm sure we'll see him again do something. Maybe you know a Key and Peele reunion or something like that. But mm. as of right now, he says, yeah, he's done acting. Moving on to bigger and better things as as far as behind the camera. He's such a creative talent that mm-hmm. i can see that he's just like good about acting man i'm yeah. just gonna make as much stuff i can possibly make exactly have you ever hurt yourself masturbating boo oh god oh man we're just swinging for the fences aren't we just my feelings wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just my just my pride i hurt my because um, i have uh badly let's uh well really badly not not like Injuries, PTSD badly. Yeah, not like injuries, but maybe uh, uh, overuse. Let's put it that way. Overuse. Yeah. You're just like sore, like you're like bruised up. Yes, this is entertainment, but the hazards are real. No matter who you are, whatever you do, please don't try this at home. When I was 13, I hurt my calf or something playing baseball thing, right? And my mom gave me a. Oh some mineral ice. So mineral ice was something that's exactly like icy hot now. So I put that mineral ice on my calf and Les is gone, by the way, he doesn't want to hear this. <laughs> I put my, uh, Les literally left, left this hole. There he's back. I, uh, put that icy hot on my calf and I was like, wow, what a sensation and tingling. This is amazing. What is this a commercial? Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Golly gee whiz. Yeah, this How is- does this make my skin feel like this? <laughs> well, I decided, Hey, let me, uh, Put in the undercarriage there, and and it was the worst and stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. And I screamed so loud, it hurt so badly. I jumped in the shower. King Tom's dying. I jumped in the shower and put the cold water on. Well, that's not a good idea when you have mineral ice on you or icy hot. It hurt. It burned me even more. My mom ran and knocked on the door, asked me what was wrong, and um, I couldn't tell her. But I was like stuck in the tub in a fetal position for a good like hour because I didn't know what to do. I almost passed out because the pain. I've discovered a small miracle to relieve aches and pains. Therapeutic mineral ice. It's the first penetrating deep cold gel that thousands of chiropractors and pain specialists now use and recommend. It's the pain fighter. And I know it really, really works. So that's my, uh, hurt myself in my how, how hot are we, how hot are we talking? <laughs> well, it was a little combination of ice and hot, you know, it was a you're, little You're supposed system. to start off with Vicks VapoRub and work your way up to something <laughs> like that. Vicks VapoRub levels oh, here, yeah. Yeah, it, well, you know, it was not a good idea. So this is a PSA for all you. Do not put Icy Hot anywhere near your Longfellow because it is not a good idea. 
And also another reminder to there do not make sure, please make sure you wash your hands after handling peppers of any type. Mm-hmm. Oh, Immediately. yeah. Is, less that's happened to you. You're saying no, it hasn't happened to you, or you just don't want to talk about it. It's just a cut to scarred. the bone. Yeah. No okay. comment. <laughs> it there hurt him go. so bad that Les doesn't even want to look at even want to bring it up. I uh probably repetitive stress. <laughs> just like just like boo. Repetitive stress. Carpal tunnel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hurt your wrist more than your, you know. Schlong. No, it's just like you 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 know, just yeah. King Tom, you? Well, you know, I got both hands like this. Permanently. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the claws, the locked in claws. Yeah. Oh, the girth. No. <sighs> All right. Any more boo bits, buddy? Uh, yeah. No, well, we're not talking about my bits uh, exactly here anymore. No, no. Um, so this is rather cool for everyone who lives in Southern California. Oh, um, not, not quite. <laughs> not quite that cold. We all know that Avengers Campus, they're building mm. that in Disneyland and Anaheim, as well as Disney World in Orlando. Yes. And they said Avengers Campus, this is from Disney D23, is confirmed to be open this year. This year? Yeah. When the fuck that is, <laughs> they don't fucking know. I'm hoping it's open for sometime summertime, because that's when they say they're going to open and all that. So let's hope but well, sometime th- they said they're they're opening it they're, they're gonna have it open this year that's spider-man ride looks incredible no, not the ride the ride looks incredible but the when you walk into he slings in you see him fly over that's a dude yeah it is ridiculous no it's animatronics i thought it was a, I, I, I thought it was a guy no no it's a robot but it's so fluid it looks oh, like shit. it but flies across without any wire from one end to another can and i lands. still give him the finger you can give him the finger sure. all right cool yeah. why don't you give Fuck you. <laughs> That's right. You don't like Spider Man. No, no, not too. It took, I was like, why would Boo give him the fin? Then I'm like, oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So just just a couple more Boo bits. Actually, just a couple more. I'm not fuck with you guys. No, uh, no it's fine. We this is from Variety. Yeah, really. Yeah, thanks. Uh, this is from Variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, without Game of Thrones, HBO saw more than half of its adults, uh, 18 to 49, linear audience disappear in 2020. Yeah, 2020. Yeah. Makes total sense. So that's how big of draw a, a draw Game of Thrones was for HBOs that there's almost half of that that demographic just gone in the fucking ether. Yeah. I well, I mean, I'm sure they'll get that time back. to watch tons of HBO stuff. They're like, now nah, watch other shit. And mm-hmm. and Eric, I don't know if you've explored HBO Max as much as I've I have it. They have some really cool shit on there, man. And and last yeah, I know you have HBO Max. They have some really like the t- like Titans. I heard it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've looked around quite a bit. There's a lot of stuff we want to watch. It's just one of those things where it comes down to time and that we can't watch this or this or this in front of our kids. Yeah, they have a lot of that on there. That's for mm-hmm. sure. But they have some really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. And, and I'm sure they're going to get that back. Man, I wonder, Les, do you think that that Game of Thrones prequel series is going to be anywhere near as successful as Game of Thrones? Uh, probably not, but it'll, it'll, it'll come. It's not going to be done like the walking dead where they stack like seven different spinoffs on top of each other. And, and, <laughs> right. Right. You know, <laughs> so it'll come at the right time and it will occupy or better or worse though. I understand them losing that audience, but HBO is so much more content that it's some crazy. people can get onto, uh, DC, the DC hub alone is ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. It's on insane. HBO Max. I think I've um I've watched every animated show 
or movie they've had on there at least three times. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, it's 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 right there. I'm sure the Wim is having a great time with that thing. Mm-hmm. And my final boo bit, uh, talking about uh, going back to Warner Brothers and and HBO Max and stuff like that. This is a fluid plan. This is also in that New York Times article. They want to uh, release four films theatrically and then also two films on HBO Max a year. Hmm. I think that's a bit of a bold plan for them, exactly stating that they want four. I could see the two HBO Max films Hmm. as more of a possibility, but the four theatrical films is a bit of a stretch. Four theatrical films? Yeah. the what is it static shock and batgirl as live action uh they haven't said series or movies but as live actions are possibly hbo max exclusives when those are gonna come to fruition who's in them who's creating them who's behind the camera all that no word on that but they're thinking about doing stuff such as that and then something that I, it, it reminded me of like disney animated movie sequels where they just hit like straight to h or not hbo but straight to vhs or dvd they're planning on every theatrical release having a possible hbo max spin-off it reminded me like the disney channel the lion king and there's lion king mm-hmm. tv show on disney channel lion king oh, 2 yeah, right where it the goes, return of jafar yeah thank you bingo perfect where it just the half the time you'd be like wait there's a sequel to the lion king and then they're like, well, yeah, it just went straight to DVD or straight to VHS. So I, I don't know how well that'll work. Mm. If it if it's solid content, then of course it's going to work. But they have to make sure that it's not just a money grab or just very, you know, just cliche. I think with these, the with HBO and the DC stuff, to go back there real quick, I think they're banking on one of their, one or two of their shows out of the 15 or 20, whatever the fuck they're going to put out there. Gangbusters. Is going to be huge. And they're going to ride that wave for a long time. That's what they're hoping. I think. I mean, a lot of the titles, I don't see people watching Static Shock. Like, that don't know there, about Static Shock. Titans. Yes, there are people that will watch Static Shock. There, there are people that are watch Static Shock. But Lorena is not going to be out there watching Static Shock with me. But she watched Daredevil with me. No, Daredevil's that, fantastic. You're, you, dude, Lorena is a unique... Well, that, well, no, like, no, no, I'm not, I'm saying I wouldn't be in a producer's chair. I mean, of course I want as many eyes as possible, but yeah. I also know there are people, dude, your, your, your wife is a therapist, a licensed, like super therapist, dude, chill. No, no, but, but what I'm saying, gonna, I'm, what I'm saying is the average folk, I'm saying it's not going to get, get excited about static shock. You know what I mean? Unless it's word of mouth that static shock is amazing. There so is there, an audience of millions of people that got home every afternoon. Mm-hmm. and watched Static Shock, just like there's an audience for Power Rangers. You just It's easier to say on HBO Max, they can put out an eight-episode deal of Static Shock. There's going to be people that are going to watch it. Yeah, I agree with that. But if you're trying to go for like the $100 billion thing right. or the billion-dollar thing, yeah. no, of course not. And I wouldn't and – D, and DC, HBO, Warner would be crazy if that's what they're trying to pull off. There's only one – a studio that's able to make this happen right now. And if I were DC no. and we've talked about this before, I would just, I'd release things and just temper my expectation. Mm. But I think, I think what Araj is saying is that he's think that DC hopes they have one of these huge blockbusters just because Marvel, you know, th- their, their movies were always big and they have, mm-hmm. I mean, with the exception of the first Hulk movie, they have a track record for quality. And because right. of that track record, <laughs> you had a huge wide audience checking out things like Daredevil and, right. and Jessica right. Jones. Exactly. And 
He's hoping that th- this gamble pays off in that same way. If it does, even if it's something down the line, DC has enough of a library in the bank on the service. Something happens, you know, a few years ago. That's something that people can go, oh, there are these other shows that lead up to that. Right. But if you that's look exactly. at what, so to go back to the point of part of Boo's uh, statement, mm-hmm. if they're planning on doing spinoffs and sending them straight to streaming, think of it like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it could either keep the story going and tie things together as a baseline, right. like I've been told Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. does. Mm-hmm. And, and so you have to look at it like that. Uh, the popularity is there. I think if you're, if it was just a DC thing and say they were like, like they released the other episode, you know how Marvel had the contract with Netflix to mm-hmm. get those shows out there. That's one thing. But I think because it's all in house, they're able to take those hits and it's okay yeah. for them to do. They're throwing the dice, I'm saying, with all these yes. shows and hoping one hits. The, trust big. me, one will hit. Don't one will hit. And if yeah, no, not, I agree. I agree. I think one, one, hit one or two will hit and some of them are hitting already yep. in a certain way. And listen, if they just follow, if they just put out good stuff, keep a sequel to Shazam coming, try to find mm-hmm. a way to get his Man of Steel too, if you can, which is probably just a pipe dream. But, you know, just keep getting stuff out there and, and it'll all hit. Yeah, I, I, I have a question though. Do we know when they're trying to release the House of uh, the House of the Dragon? I think twenty twenty two. I believe so. Because yeah. the only competition I can think of in terms of that realm is Amazon still has their uh, Lord of the Rings stuff. Oh, that, we're forgetting about that, dude. That's oh, right. Man. That's going to be huge. Well, I know they're filming the House of Dragon right now. Mm-hmm. They're filming. Yeah. They're like at Pinewood and stuff. They're at they're enclosed locations. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to locations. So it's not going to be the spectacle that Game of Thrones was uh, with locations, which sucks because that's that was a character was the locations itself. I'm hoping that they can recreate that. Maybe they're going to I mean, they can still pull it. They can pull it off on a. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They can. Man, if Mandalorian can pull off what they pull off, I guess anybody can. But um, yeah. Yeah. We still, you know, because the pre-Lord of the Rings lore is amazing. The yeah. Silmarillion is a great source material. Right. And just like game, you know, Song of Ice and Fire has great, great historical lore to, you know, as far mm-hmm. as source material. So, Shit, I mean, I totally they'll probably compete against those. each other. When are those coming out? You, you have no idea when those are coming out? Like? I don't know, but all I'm saying is, is I could see, like you were saying, is does this have a chance to step into the place that Game of Thrones held? Mm-hmm. That does. It, it, th- I think the Lord of the Rings stuff, if right. it's along the lines of the tales in the Silmarillion, mm. yeah, they're they're probably going to push uh, House of the Dragon to for some viewers for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yep, that's all my bits. All right, all I, w- I want to end this thing with just asking King Tom and Les what you guys are expecting out of WandaVision. I'm I'm very excited about this. Boo, you too, and Eric, you too. I'm very excited about this show because it looks so unique and so different. Saw a clip today that they released. Super cool. I um, didn't see that. Yeah, they released a really like a 30-second clip of them. Um, I don't know if it was leaked or they released it on purpose. It but... was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Oh, okay, there you go. So what do you guys expect? Is this coming out of anything comic book-wise or is this totally out of blue? Storyline. Go ahead, King Tom. I think it's going to be a mashup of a few different comic storylines. I think um, as, as we we've talked about before the house of M and decimation storylines uh, really capped off a, a 20 year 
oh, maybe two decades story Marvel has been trying to tell about how uh, Wanda Maximoff, the, the Scarlet Witch, is mentally unstable. And each thing she does takes her closer to this this disaster that she by herself creates where she says the word no more mutants and Mm -hmm. the amount of mutants in the marvel universe is cut to 10 percent of what it once was um and that all stems from her original relationship with the vision where she she thought they had babies and she her magic powers manifested these children but only when she was around i think they're going to try and take that whole breadth of storytelling minus the mutant elements and say that a lot of this is happening within wanda's mind oh wow i think we're also going to get a sense of post infinity war endgame marvel um stuff that will i think we'll get hints of things to come just like they do in the movies where they kind of let us know what they have in store, not just for future movies, but also for things like Falcon and Winter Soldier and and other shows that we'll see on Disney Plus. I do, I do expect there to be some interconnectivity, but I think a lot of this is going to be in Wanda's mind um, or things manifested by her. Got it. And oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking and and hoping that they do have the sensitivity to. Um, a lot of the struggles that people deal with uh, on a daily basis that, that we don't always see mm-hmm. or know that people are dealing with mental health issues. Well, mm-hmm. and that's something that uh, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of uh, major, the major drawback to a lot of reality warpers. So in, in the comics, mm-hmm. Scarlet, Witch is a reality warper. So like yeah. she can mm-hmm. do things to mess with you and make people's perceptions of the reality. She's all, you know, uh, but a lot of reality warpers in the comics, they're all unstable. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at some point they all mm-hmm. go off the rails. Got exactly. And, yeah. You know, and that's why we end up with these crazy sagas, you know, that X-Men are mostly part of because, uh, you know, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, yeah, they're going to take some of those elements and then just add in some other things. So this could just be her. We're at the end of Endgame. Everybody's going back to normal. and. Just like, you know, uh, Black Widow didn't come back. The Vision doesn't come back. And there's no, you know, she's still stuck with that void in her heart. You know, that Mm -hmm. like that loss of love. She's Mm -hmm. lost her brother and she's lost, you know, her the love of her life. And Mm -hmm. and this is something that is going to have some issues. You know, she could just be like most of us are quarantined and just spiraling out of control. And that's exactly what this is, you know, like. I There's a lot of people really cool. sitting at home by themselves. Right. And but uh what I'm expecting, I'm really expecting uh Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel to show up. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah, gonna yeah. be great. Hopefully they'll do something with that instead mm-hmm. of just throwing her out there. I do hope that it does tie things together, um, just like Ant Man three will. Uh and Maybe we'll see Doctor Strange. Maybe we'll see some other people make some appearances. That's throughout that's the really cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Some special I'm, appearances. I'm just expecting hope, just a lot of fun. Like we need some fun. Mm-hmm. Things are not, you know, the situations I, that we're trying to get away from are really, really crappy. And yeah, I need a reality warper to re- to warp some reality. 
But you know what, Les? I think it's going to be funny and fun, but I think it's going to have this mm-hmm. dark, dark overtone to it. That's what I feel when I'm watching. You, you too, Eric? You're, you're saying yeah, yes. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that too. Because, yeah. I mean, there's that level of campiness when you compare it to uh, like what they've been through in the films and stuff. And especially when you like factor in the thing where, you know, in the comics, she's been mentally unstable. That's, right. That all points straight to that. It'll be, be kind of like whenever they change the the music to the wizard of Oz and make it seem like it's the scariest movie ever made. Yeah. That kind of thing. Or dark side of the moon. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing when she comes to and the reality, you know, the, the, the layers are snapped away. Mm -hmm. She is legitimately strapped in in like some lead box somewhere because fury and them are like, nah, man, we can't, we can't let this happen. You know, she's going to wipe out half the world. Like, damn. (laughs) Like I'm expecting that level of, you know, and then boom, she comes out of it like, oh, no. You right. Know, like, so, yeah, but, I, I'm expecting that, too. One of the things that I'm most interested in is that throughout. So you have the ending of Infinity War. You see what happens to her. We've talked about it. You know, she loses vision, <clears throat> loses half of everything that they lose. Just uh, them as the Avengers. Where does she go? What happens to her at that moment? Yeah. She mm-hmm. obviously leaves Wakanda. She's in somewhat of government hands, it seems like. At what moment does she lose it right then and there? And what I'm looking forward to is, do we get a different view of what's going on? Is this, you know, we do know this is post snap, but how much after is this in those five years in between? Is it, do we get an instance of where, you know, the Avengers, you know, bring everybody back and she's still losing it. And then she has to remind herself that vision is gone permanently, things like that. So what I'm looking forward to is as far as, timeline timeline of how and yeah and what's going on what's left you know because we we don't get any of that you know uh the you know we just go from the snap they lose to great we're gonna try and get everybody back kind of thing so i would love to see in between what's left who's taking control we might even see like a new kind of i guess shield or something like that or whatever the government has left as far as taking care of insane things as far as superhero problems that's what i'm looking forward to is seeing post end game post end game stuff exactly got it yeah got it got it, got it. or pre end game stuff yeah if infinity or whatever whatever timeline wait, they is put it in is it set infinity, during yeah. I, I thought it was oh, set well i can't wait yeah it's gonna be good and it should be funny it should be it should be and we're gonna like i said before we're gonna do breakdowns on youtube and reaction videos also so check that out and we'll be talking about it on this podcast that's for damn sure all right, guys, I think that wraps up 131 of TSL. Mr. Tom Chansky, King of All Pods, the man in the High Republic. Where can people find you? Still geeking out about <laughs> in light of the Jedi on Twitter at Tom Chansky and Patreon shows for our friends at Steel Wars, The Bad Motivators, and Blue Harvest. And I know you just recorded a Bad Motivators uh, episode, correct? On their Patreon? Uh- we recorded it a while ago. It was just released this week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. My bad. It was fun. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like it was fun. Um, it, it, by the way, really quickly, tell the listeners what you guys are doing on the Bad Motors Patreon because it sounded really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, the idea of the show, it's uh, Rashad, or as we like to call him, Mirage, Luke yeah. Cruiser, and myself. And we go through, we've been going through the the new Star, the new Marvel comic Star Wars series, and we've done a few of the limited series, um, and we just kind of jackass comments about them. 
Um, but a, about almost 10 years ago, Dark Horse released a comic adaptation of George Lucas's original script of Star Wars, where, you know, Darth Vader was two guys and it was, you know, Luke is George Clooney. Luke Skywalker is like more the Obi-Wan Kenobi, but he looks like like if he was in the 80s or in the in the 70s, that he would either be played by Kenny Rogers or James Coburn. And he's yeah. a very handsome man. It's it's just it's a it's a really interesting story, and there are elements from all of the Star Wars movies George wrote in there, and it's it's an interesting ad- adaptation. And I don't even know why we decided to do it. I think I mentioned it once, and it just was so different. But we've been having so much fun, and we're maybe about halfway through the series. That's cool. Sounds sounds like it's awesome. Very cool. So check that out, people. And Mr. Eric Strathers, where can people find you? Check me out on my other podcast, The Bad Motivators. And, uh, you know, on a side note for one of the Patreon shows for that show, I do uh, a thing called That's Metal. And Mm. I just dropped one that is called Ozzy's Guitar Heroes. And this one is about Randy Rhodes. And it was a super fun time to do, man. Golly, that's some great music. But uh, yeah, if you want to know more about it, just follow me on Twitter at Eric Strothers. Very cool. Mr. Carlos Buerguel. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Mr. Gonzalez, where can people find you watching Titans? You can find me at home doing that. Uh, please don't come <laughs> out my door. Though. Please don't. Scary. Please don't find him doing that. Yeah, don't don't find me doing that. You can find me on Twitter at Less Is More Seventy Eight, and you can find me on the Sith List. And also on our YouTube doing reaction videos and breakdowns. Thank you guys for listening. You can find me at the Sith List, and we really appreciate you listening. Like always, if it's episode one or episode one thirty two or one thirty one, wherever the hell we're at, um, or two thirty one. What am I talking about? Jiminy yeah. Crickets, it's over. Let's don't, just get out. Don't of here. sell us short. Les is doing sign language. Tell me what it is. Mm-hmm. Two thirty one. We'll catch you next week on episode number two thirty two of Icy Hot the oh, Sith List. No.
all around the world. All walks of life. All in search of that feeling, that emotion, that one thing that takes your breath away and leaves an impression that lasts forever. The time has come once again to gather, buckle up, and let yourself go. Give yourself up and let the moments take you where you least expect. In a worldwide convergence. On the ultimate thrill ride. Shit, yes. So wait, I think I forgot to say Bad Motivators. <laughs> Sorry. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's because I'm a thousand years old.